This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, Dax? How are you? What's up, Dax? Uh, I'm good, man. How you doing? Good. Can't complain. I'm excited for today's podcast. We got a, a social media star who I'm a fan of. I've been watching this guy's content. He's he's one of the biggest stars out there. This guy, Bryce Hall. I like how you're playing it cool as if you haven't been freaking out for the last like two weeks about this interview because you're so excited. I actually am really excited. Uh, I follow. <laughs> uh, it's it's. I get more excited for people like this who like I actually I. You know what? The one thing I'll take from this pandemic is my my feelings about social media stars because I never understood it before and then I went through all of Netflix I watched all Amazon Prime I watched all my shows so I was stuck with no content and then I found myself watching these social media stars and I realized why they're appealing why people enjoy them and he's one of the people I enjoy their content he does these vlogs that are great they have an interesting life and uh and I'll tell you one thing too Dex we try to book a lot of guests on this show this guy Bryce Hall it was very easy to work with. His people were very nice. They were very cool. They're very on top of their game. And I respect that. And I appreciate that. That's not normal. It, not normal. We have a lot of these people who in, I guess, the public realm, maybe not be the, they're not the Brad and Angelinas, but they pretend like they're Brad and Angelinas and they're impossible to book and their publicists are horrible. And these people made it so easy and they were just great to work with. So... I, that that's I mean that's all we can ask I, it's, for. It's it's so appreciative because when you deal in a business like this with a lot of assholes and a lot of people playing games, it's just as I always say this word refreshing just to deal with normal yep. good people on top of their game. So I appreciate that. Bryce Hall coming up, very good interview. Uh, Dax, any good reviews that we've had on the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a good uh, review here. You know, we like we love reading these reviews that you guys leave us on iTunes or Stitcher. Um, it, you know, it helps motivate us, but it's also, it's great for the algorithm on iTunes. So we get shared a lot more. Our podcast gets bigger. So if you guys have an extra second, go to iTunes, leave us a review. We really appreciate it. This one comes from healthy. Lindsay says favorite podcast. They ask the best questions. And that's literally the, the entire comment, but I appreciate it. It's, it's short. It's sweet. It's to the point. So healthy Lindsay. Thank you. Lindsay, thank you so much. Thank you for taking the time. We love you. We can't wait to be with you. We miss you. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> uh, it's me just showing my love for her. No, guys, that's the best way you could do to support us. Just leave a review. Um, and it's great. But uh, Dax, we got a really awesome guest today. Tell us about our man today. So our guest today is one of the biggest social media stars in the world. I'm talking millions and millions of followers. He has created an impressive following on Vine, which later then moved over to TikTok and YouTube. And here's the thing, not a lot of social media stars are able to translate their career from one platform to the next and become like mainstream media. But his party animal persona and his brand party animal seems to be doing the trick. So, ladies and gentlemen, very excited here, Bryce Hall. So, dude, listen, I think the pandemic has been really tough for some people. You know, their career has been hurt by it. But people like you, social media stars like yourself, you know, I learned about you through the pandemic. And uh, it's been a great thing for you and for your career. How is How are things going for you right now? Are you just happy? Are you enjoying it? You're in a good place? Things are at an all-time high. Um, obviously, the pandemic and quarantine wasn't ideal for my come up but it did have a huge impact on my come up i i think we blew up all the sway boys like sway got our name around april and it was pretty that that's like when we originally came up and that's when uh, quarantine what was just starting really um and then it got enforced and throughout the months i mean we've definitely seen our numbers quadruple 5x maybe 6x so Thank God for it, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like a lot of people, especially, you know, me and Dax come from the entertainment news 
uh, you know, a lot of the older people, I'd say, they're so, they give a lot of people like you guys shit. They're like, oh man, they're, but it's like, fuck that. You guys are crushing it. Like, you guys are the new stars. And it's boring. You know, we always say the new, the, how much can we keep covering the same stories in Hollywood where you, we, you guys are the new stars? Like, these are, to a, to a different generation, you, the, the, you're, you guys are the people that people watch. You're the people that people care about. So it's it's exciting to see your come up. And you also are so real about it on your vlogs. And and I love the podcast you're doing now. It's exciting. It's interesting because you humanize these huge public profile people like Ed Milet, like Mark Cuban. I enjoy your content, buddy. And that's the that's the kiss-ass part of the show. I appreciate that because my, my whole philosophy and how I'm trying to brand myself is like, yeah, I party hard. I go crazy. I film lots of content, lots of high-energy entertainment but they don't see like the business side of me and like how I want to learn and actually get into investments and I encourage my audience along with even people that aren't exactly fans of my, uh, of me to like get into investing because even if you're broke right now, 10 years down the road, if you did the right investments, you will be set for life. So we've had quite a few TikTokers, YouTubers, other people that have been very successful on social media on the podcast. And one of the things that I think most of them keep saying to us is, you may see our life and it looks fun and it's crazy in these videos, but all of us work really hard behind the scenes. Like, I think, I'd say to a certain extent, um, a, a majority don't work at all. And the ones that usually preach how hard they work are the ones that don't work at all. The ones that don't say, the ones that don't say anything and they see, you see them killing it, those are the ones that are actually yeah. working hard. They're at the top for a reason, you know? And I'm talking like Mike Malak. Like he comes on and he's like, well, listen, Mike, like... It, yeah. Logan's He's like, it's not as easy as you think it would be. It's it's a lot of hard work behind the scenes and long hours and meetings. So I'm curious, what is your daily life like? I mean, I see you working out and doing the other stuff, but what's it really like? Yeah, okay, so my daily routine on Mondays, Saturdays, Sundays, and Thursdays um, are all filming days. So I focus purely on YouTube content uh, to get ahead. Um, and then the rest of the days, the days that I didn't mention are ones for meetings, calls, investment calls, podcasts, like stuff like that. And then we wait, I wake up at 8 a.m., like usually it's 7.30 to get to the gym by 8 or 9, depending on the day, uh, to work out just so I can get my day started pretty early. Yeah, and dude, you've been putting on some serious muscle in the past few months. Like you're, you're putting on some mass. What are you doing? Like <laughs> I see you working at Dog Pound. Are you taking anything? What are you doing right now? Because you're so it's so funny because there's actually a lot of like fitness influencers and like a lot of people in that space coming at me in my uh, physique saying like I'm obviously taking on I'm I'm obviously on gear like I'm taking steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an ongoing joke in my crew because of how many people say it. And like Josh Josh Richards actually made like a merch line like Bryce does steroids. It's like this <laughs> we, we did this huge meme and it, it kind of was like the Nelk Boys with with Bradley Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, he sells drugs. Like, it's it's just so obviously not true. And my physique isn't too insane to a point where it's like, whoa, that guy's on steroids. I've always worked out since I was 14. I've had, like, uh, veins in my shoulders. That's, like, usually the first sign of steroids. But I've had that since I was 14. You can see it in my old pictures. It's like there's – I just worked way harder. Now I'm taking it extremely serious. Like, I'm watching what I'm eating. I'm putting in, like, a lot more calories than I'm uh, normally taking in and then – yeah, I'm lifting heavy in the gym. That's like Well, I I feel like you kind of have to now because there's so much of a focus on your body. When you're doing 10 shirtless videos a week, you kind of like need to make sure you're looking good. So I get that. But what, what kind of stuff are you eating? Is it just like straight protein or what? No, I like I, I track my macros. Um, I'm doing about 40 grams of protein. So that's like usually two muscle milks. Um, not a free promo, but you know, just two two protein <laughs> shakes and then Honestly, whatever. I usually eat like a quadruple burger because that's like about 1,400 calories. I try to take in like 3,500 calories a day. So I'm just trying to get meet that mark and low carbs, obviously, so I don't develop fat. I had a lot of fat before. I'm going from like chubby to jacked. And you work at a dog pound. You said – so you just recently invested in the dog pound gym? Yeah, we did. So what is the goal with that? Is it to expand the franchise to build in different cities or just to make the one in Hollywood just bigger? What it's, it's, it's to expand, but also, I mean, we, my crew, my group, we all practice like we want to own everything we touch. And that's, that's actually why we created the energy drink, uh, Josh and I. We were shotgunning Red Bulls and we didn't want to sell our soul to Bang Energy like the rest of the influencers. 
So we created our own energy drink. We partnered with, uh, do you know long, long drink? Sure. It's an, it's an alcoholic beverage and like the manufacturers with them work with us. And we got this done in literally three months, but we were shotgunning Red Bulls initially at the beginning of my vlogs. And you said you watched them like they're pretty high energy. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm like up in my vlogs because I do drink energy drinks right before. So we would do that. And then I'm like, why are we giving Red Bull all this free promo? It actually became a trend to shotgun Red Bulls on TikTok and people were tagging us. I bet we could shotgun faster than you, all this stuff. So we decided to do it with Annie. And this is actually short for animal, uh, animal energy. And that kind of goes with my brand, Party Animal University. It's all, and then I have Capital University. It's like all, all tied in with my brand. Yeah. So let, let me see. You grew up in the East Coast. You grew up in Maryland. Is it, what did you want to be? Like when you're in high school, when you're in middle school, you know, where you, where you wanted to come out, obviously maybe out West, but what were you ideally trying to be or do with your life? Were you trying to go to college or what? I was originally going to go to college. I wanted to be a lawyer. Um, but, and you can actually tell by how much I argue on social media, <laughs> I always want to be right. But no, I, I wanted to be a, a lawyer initially. And then, um, on social media, when I saw like YouTubers and like YouTube coming up, like all these kids like blown up for kind of like mediocre content and, and still killing it. And I heard about how much money they could make. And I'm like, I could literally do this. I could do this. Not, not for the money purposes. I started, um, back in 2014 on a live streaming platform called you now because I had no friends in high school. So I started just because I wanted to make friends and then I, it started with like, Oh, 10, 11 viewers. And then it moved up and it kept just going up. And then I transitioned over to different platforms and now I'm where I'm at today. So wait, why didn't you have friends in school growing up? Because I was one of the only dudes back then were, that were taking selfies in my school and people did not like that for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, well, look at them laughing now, right? I mean, fuck. <laughs> what, what kind of student were you growing up? Were you a good student? Were you kind of I was a pretty good thing? I was a, I was a troublemaker, but at the same time, I would get my work done. I had really good grades, um, especially when I tried. Um, but school, I was never really like into school. So at what point did you realize you could make a career off social media? First check on you now the platform I was just talking about I got like a $2,500 check when I was 15 um for one month it's like it would it, it they just monetized the platform when I was 15 so I got my first check for $2,500 and I was like what the hell I'm, I just I can make money off of this, this yeah is, and then I spent all that money immediately it's like a 15 year old <laughs> gets a $2,500 check I went to go buy the nicest clothes I didn't have to use my mom's money anymore so it's yeah. like do that but then i you know taxes hit and i was like oh okay well taxes are a thing so <laughs> so so you start making money at what point do you make the decision to then go to la because is it you see that there's potential to make more money or that when i graduated from high school i moved out to la to uh originally become an actor um i just continued grinding on social media, making more money, investing my money, and then realized, okay, let's just ride this out and keep going up. And yeah. Do you still want to get into acting or is that kind of I mean, past you now? I mean, it's like I would. I, I definitely would not say I'm passionate about it, um, especially because I'm on social media and I post every single day with like doing a huge movie for Addison, yeah. for example. It's like she's going to be gone. Like she's going to be gone. It's going to be hard to post on social media. It's like that's where most creators become irrelevant when they stop posting. Yeah. So you say you invest the money. What were you investing the money in? Were you investing the money back in yourself? Like what do you do? Do you put the money into hiring a, a, like a new camera guy to help you out with or what do you do with it exactly? I, I use all my money to make my content better. Gotcha. Okay. Whether, whether invest in myself or invest into small tech startups, it's, it's always like to make more money in the long run. And what about editing? Are you editing your stuff or now you got to a point where you just started hiring out? Yeah, I have I have a guy downstairs. That's where I was right before this uh, in the first room that we, we started in. I was editing my video with my editor. Um, J-Rod is his name. He's he, he's crazy with my videos. He's the only one that I could like literally trust with my videos. It's so tough. It's honestly, it's, it's an important thing because you want to have your style and it's hard to find the right fit. Uh, you know, LA is an insane 
scary, crazy, weird place. You know, you have the le- the people that leech onto you and shit like that. How do you not fall into a bad place, especially at a young age? Like, how do you not fall into, with all the negative distractions and shit going on in L.A., how do you not fall into or put yourself in a bad position where you could potentially fail? Because you didn't, but how do you stay away from that? Well, I already did fail. So when I started on social media back in 2014, I was getting put with these managers and people that I trusted originally like where they fed me bullshit because I was a a vulnerable kid. I didn't know this space at all. But now being in it for years, I know the bullshitters. I know like who's real. Like and I have a very strong core group and a group like a team around me that I I trust. Like with my life. Yeah, I just would be nervous because it's like like what Adam said, you there's so many people in LA that are willing to sell their soul to the devil to try to get to the next level or to try to get in with your crew just because they want to be close to fame and stardom and money and all that. That's the part that I go, how do you know who the fuck to trust? Especially you know what I'm at, at like, a young age, dude, I would have been in a, it would have been tough, or, man. Even just other social media stars that may not be into it for the right reason, they just want to be your friend because they want their clout to go up. You know, like how do you navigate through that? I mean, it's that's that's hard to say. I mean, I have a very small group. I have a maybe a, a group of ten around me, like that I I trust and I've known for a long time. Like even Blake, who's in the Sway House, I'm in his room right now. Um, <laughs> but he, I've known him for seven years. Taylor Holder, I've known him for seven years. I've known like a lot of the people around me for years. So it's like I, I've. I trust them. Yeah. So what is your, what was your strategy to become big on social media? You know, because you had to probably lay everything out. Like, did you really kind of lay it out on a board or like, you know, what's your advice to other people to become big on social media, really? I say start with TikTok. It's the easiest concept, especially if it's getting banned, hop on it ASAP. Um, TikTok's algorithm works in a way that it can literally create anybody from nothing to Charlie D'Amelio within a year, you know? Like, look at Charlie D'Amelio last year to now. She has 100 million followers on TikTok just from doing dances. There's there's not, like, a special creative around the platform. You don't have to create crazy content to a point where it's like, oh, you have to edit this. You have to do, like, all this crazy stuff. Like, you have to think of a script. You have to do all this. No, it's like a dance. You have to have, like, a little bit of personality, which is hard to show in, like, a dance video. But it's it's groups. Groups are what make you. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you're selling yourself to the devil by doing these dances? Like, fuck, this is not me. Oh, my fucking hate myself. <laughs> I, I like TikTok, but at the same time, it's not my focus. I've never spent time on TikTok. I just posted multiple videos in a day, which helped the algorithm push me on the For You page. Um, and then I started a group with, with the boys, Sway, Sway House, in competition with the Hype House. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, what, I- what do you think of Triller? You think that's like the next big thing? You think I love Triller. Triller's um, really dope, actually. I think it's the American version of TikTok. Yeah. I think if TikTok gets banned, it will be the next TikTok. Now, are they paying? Oh, yeah, are they paying people like courting them to kind of come over to Triller so it can kind of grow faster? Everybody has a different deal with them. Um, I don't think we're allowed to say what we have with them, but we just everyone has a different deal with them. Well, then I'm surprised that it's not. Like, it's big, but it's not like, like, I feel like everyone talks TikTok. No one's talking Triller yet, and I don't know why that is. TikTok, you can get hundreds of millions of views on, on Triller. I think um, the cap of, like, what I've seen is, like, 8 million to 9 million, which is still a lot of views on one Triller, you know? But it's yeah. not like TikTok. So are you starting to worry, like, focus or put a lot of content on Triller just to get ready for when people move over and start putting some of your stuff there? Yeah, I post on Triller uh, every day. Um, I post on every platform, like, consistently. Yeah. Just to, just to be prepared. The house situation. How does this work? You know, are you, like, is there a captain of the house? Or, like, who was the person to really put, like, was your manager the one to put everyone together? Or how'd that all come together exactly? Yeah, it was Michael Gruen that kind of put us together. But I kind of took, like, lead because I've been in it for so long. I've been in social media for so long. I've had the most presence on YouTube. Um, I'm very comfortable in front of a camera versus like, you know, none of the, like the guys that they, they weren't comfortable yet. All they were used to were, were TikToks. So like when it's on YouTube and you're talking long form, they, they weren't as comfortable. So, I mean, that takes time. 
Um, but yeah, I kind of took like captain role. Yeah. And do you guys all pay rent or how does that work? We always find sponsorships. Gotcha. Oh, God, I need a sponsorship to pay for my house. Smart. Fuck. That sounds awesome. You guys have some fucking crazy parties at this house. What? What's it like? What's your relationship like with your neighbors? Is it is it chill? Do they get it? We don't party at this new house. Um, the, the house that I'm in right now, we haven't partied. Kind of like stopped partying after the the big one, the one, the one birthday, my 21st. <laughs> but these neighbors that we get noise complaints for stupid stuff like like we do fire. I mean, uh, not fire. Uh, one of those things called the explosions, like the little poppers. Yeah. yeah, it echoes because we're in like a little circular area. So that's like our noise complaints, not not for gatherings. But then we have this house next door to us, which is an Airbnb, and they throw parties all the time. It's like that Airbnb right next to us is just parties all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> we're the ones getting shit for it. These people are like, Wait, it was in one so of our two videos. I saw the video. I saw the video. Have you talked to those guys or no? Are they cool or the owner of that that house? But like whoever owns it, they're just allowing people to like on Halloween. On Halloween, they threw a a fat rager, like a fat one. Like it was like st- cars lined down the street, and I'm like, how the hell is this place not getting busted? Who are <laughs> are they? Like YouTubers or what are they? What are these? What's their deal? So they're just people just renting it out and just throwing parties. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's so funny. <laughs> it's like being on the other end of watching the party go down. You're like, wait a second. What the fuck? How are they getting away with this shit? In Bel Air, like, that's like usually not tolerable. <laughs> now, do you do you guys have like fans? Because I know at the hype house, there's fans constantly sitting outside that house waiting for people to drive in and out. Are you guys getting that at your house? We have security, um, and we also have uh, a gate. We always say, like we've said multiple times at the old Sway house, we're like, we will not take pictures outside of our house. That's like the only spot that's like, please give us privacy. They're like, yeah. camera all, at all times, like just not at our house. Like we'll take pictures anywhere else. So it's like, we will not let anybody come near here. That's good. And then yeah. you don't have fans like renting the Airbnb just to hang out by you guys, right? You know, you'd be surprised. I feel like it'll come soon, but I, I feel like that Airbnb is pretty expensive too. <laughs> so how many That'd people are in your, your crew? You have – how many guys living in the house? Um, we have Noah Beck, Blake Gray, my editor, myself, and then Warren. Oh, shit. Your editor lives with you? Yeah. My videographer slash editor, so. Now, and you said JD, right? J-Rod. J-Rod. Does J-Rod, does he edit everyone else's videos too? Like is this, is that like his main job? He has a team of editors. So he edits mine and Josh's and Addison's, mainly like him himself. And then he has like a team of like six editors that he can send to like, you know, Blake's YouTube videos to, Noah's YouTube videos to, like, so. And do you have a chef now? Do you have a chef in the house or not yet? We have Vinny, who's our photographer, but he also is like a mean cook, so. (laughs) So, uh, you said that, you know, obviously we kind of danced over the, uh, the infamous party, but I, I, I gotta say one thing as crappy as that was like, fuck, everyone knows your name now, right? Like as kind of a crappy situation, but like, they've always said like bad publicity is still publicity at the end of the day. <laughs> so like, you know, I, listen, I, I don't know how you feel. About and I, it, but, but I'll I, tell I you one thing. I thought he handled it, almost, it very well. Like obviously yeah. it, it, the party got out of control. It was insane. But I remember you took ownership of it and you didn't dance around it. You, I, and I saw, I think it was a paparazzi video. Like, you know what? Yeah, it was a party. I messed up. And I thought that was a really bold move that you stepped up. I, I, I thought that was a, I thought that was a good move. So it was the, uh, but I, it, I, again, I follow your blogs. Your, I saw a video recently when you're, you were on a private jet in the Midwest Dude, so tell me how that all happened. So Brock Pierce was the he was a child actor. He was in the movie uh, First President or First the, the with the uh, First Kid with Sinbad, and now he's a Bitcoin billionaire and he was running for president. Um, I don't think he's gonna win, um, but uh, how that all come together? So Brock has known Michael um, for a very long time because Michael's in the crypto space. Okay, Brock is. He, he's, he's an interesting guy. He invited us to just come out and, and vibe, and he said that there was going to be a private jet taking us and, like, a little outdoor rave-ish area. So I was like, that sounds fun. Let's go. So I went there, and, like, honestly, we we helped Brad out. I mean, Brad. Brock. We helped Brock out. He helps us out with anything we need. So it's, like, just good connection. He's a really good yeah. guy. Yeah, and he just puts you on a private jet. Yeah. 
I mean, it's fucking awesome. He doesn't care about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so sick, it's, man. It's so sick. This life you that you're living is pretty fun, bro. Yeah, it's it's a different lifestyle from Maryland for sure. That's so. I mean, obviously the partying. Let's get into the fights now, dude. We saw you the fight, the taco place. We seen you get into a fight at the diner. I mean, are you? You're. you're I guess you're a fighter. You know, how many fights have you say you gotten in your life total, like actual fist fights? Oh, a lot. But like, you know, it's so crazy. The ones that get press are usually the ones that I'm like breaking up. Yeah. The narrative obviously will will say a completely different story. Like it, I, I'm not gonna get too much into it, but like the everything, obviously my name, they're gonna make me look like the worst guy. I threw the party. I got arrested in Texas for for marijuana. Not, but not according to press. It's it's uh, I got drug related charges, which makes it more mysterious. Yeah. Exactly. Like they're yeah. trying, they're just trying to make me look terrible. So it's like. Obviously, they're going to say whatever they, they can or whatever they want because I'm already portrayed as, like, the shitty guy. So, I mean, like, I, I've gotten into a lot of fights, but, I mean, like, the ones that get the press and the most recent ones, for sure, definitely have been fabricated a shit ton to make me look like an asshole. When, in reality, I was completely trying to split it up. I guess the, the one at the Mexican restaurant near the airport, they kind of said you were— uh, using a vape in the restaurant, vaping in somebody's face. Who does like? <laughs> That's a very strong move. Yeah, it sounds a little insane. Literally, this is what this is what the article said. So this is not me defending myself. This is what the article said. I hit the vape and then I blew it in his face and I just punched him because he told me to stop. Yeah, that's a <laughs> dude. You better be six eight and like two eighty to do that kind of move. You know, you can't do it with your size, bro. You're big. You're getting big, but you're not that strong yet. Dude, it's like, why would I do that? It's just, it doesn't even sound realistic. Does it get to a point though where you're like, it's not even worth defending myself because the stories just keep going? Because I feel like that's what happens to like the Kardashians. At a point, they just stop responding to all the stories because there's so much fake. I was talking to some of them, and Addison was too. Like they, they think it's it's crazy. They think what what we're doing is crazy. Yeah, are you nervous though? Like you said, you got into a lot of fights. Are you nervous of fighting with people now because you're successful, because you have money that people just are so happy? They're just trying to get, you know, end up just taking some money from you and just sue you. Um, now at all times I go out with security, and it, it, it seems like like such a weird thing now because like I've never went out with security, but it's like in a situation like that, if it happens again, it will be de-escalated really quick. Yeah, well, I feel like now they'd even want to fight you more because they know they're not going to fight you. They know it's they, you know they could just say they start shit with you, and they know the body, the the security guy is going to break it up. It's never going to get to that point. So it's just, it, you know, it's more of a target. But it's just crazy, dude. It's crazy that you're just living your life and you need security. Literally just posting on social media, and I have to walk around with security. So, dude, you brought up Ass and Ray's name. Uh, we've been seeing you. What's the deal with you guys right now? We're cool. We're friends. We're vibing. You saw our uh, our uh, costumes. I did see that. That was good. The internet breaker. The internet breaker. <laughs> is so just friends though, or more than friends? Because it seems like by the pictures, more than friends. Dating is it dating? This random like CGI video edit, like uh, someone caught us kissing, but that wasn't even like real. No, come on. You, you, you know, I was like, I, dude, I've been believing you though, everything. I've been, I've had your back this entire interview. Right there, you fucking got me, dude. I was like listening to it. I'm like, wait, for real? Wait, God, no, it's God. I don't think Fletcher is doing any uh, editing. He doesn't. I've seen his videos. Edit, Fletcher's not the best editor. So you guys are obviously dating. Is it official? You're, to, you're an item? He replayed it three times. So like in slow-mo and in, in like middle mode. It was, it was so extra. <laughs> so, so you guys are having a lot of fun though because it seems like it i mean yeah we're, we're we're just vibing we're doing our thing gotcha and this is not the first time you guys have this is like back and forth in and out kind of relationship i mean i wouldn't even say we're off and off. we've only been off like two times and we we've never gotten into fights so it's like when we do get into fights we're both so hard-headed but we also like are so nice to each other it's like we never fight so it's like the fights that we do get in it's so rare and if it happens it's it's like <clears throat> i'm right no you're right no i mean no i'm right no no it's like just petty <laughs> stuff yeah do you feel like you're at the point now that you could only kind of be in a relationship with someone who's like 
equally successful maybe in the social media range because they understand your life they get you you know uh i think yes um and i know that doesn't sound too nice but it's like the there we're so busy like it's it's so like we barely have any time like the only free time we have is morning like early early mornings and night and that's like workout time and basically like sleep <laughs> i figure i'm gonna ask you since we got you have you seen like there's rumors that come out and I, I saw on this instagram page that does blind items and they're they're basically saying that the relationship with you guys was manufactured just to bring fame and i figure we might as well ask you you can destroy that or confirm it or whatever you want to do i just figure we'll ask that was okay I'm glad you brought that up. The the I saw it like a trend on TikTok. Like it was like on my for you page like eight times. On December third, they're gonna yes. or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> we're not that smart. <laughs> no, no, we're just like a freaking normal twenty twenty one year old. <laughs> yeah. So what? Like, I guess that's the thing. It's like, how do you get away from rumors when it's like you can't even just be yourselves without something else popping up? Honestly, we. As much as it sounds crazy, we're barely on our phones. Like we post yeah. our stuff and then we get off our phones and we live in the moment. Because time flies when you're on your phone, like a lot. So how different is your guys' relationship off TikTok than it is, than what we see? Uh, I mean, different as in like, you know, we don't dance in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm just kidding. Like, are you guys just like Netflix and chill kind of people? No. Are you exercise together kind of people? Not all the time. Like, you see, we go. We. She's the one that actually brought me to Dog Pound originally. Yeah. And I think she's actually getting involved in in the deal too with Dog Pound. I got her in because of, like she introduced me. So. Do you uh? Right. So your response to that, like, so your response when you see that this is a fake relationship that you're supposed to be breaking up on December third is what? It's like, guys, we're not, we're not gonna break up on December third. It's gonna be December fourth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those things. So, that's so funny how fake those are. It's, I mean, it's. I can see where they think that though. Like you see, you see like a, a couple or like like two like a boy and a girl like just randomly posting back together after months and then like getting eighty million views on a TikTok and and just millions and millions of views it looks like you know justin selena yeah it looks like well, I think, like like and the other part that people forget is that anyone could potentially send in a blind item and say they work somewhere and everyone believes it so you know? i saw the page that said it they had like 400k right yeah it's a big yeah. it's a popular it's a page, page. Huh. They do blind items for everyone. I yeah. tried to look at it, but their pro their account was private. They are private, yeah. They but if you, I don't know, but if they they accept you quick, so they're they're very on top of their game. But they have a lot of their whole page is blind items, and they're interesting because from Dax and I's experience, we are we know blind items very well because half the stories we know we can't even put out, you know, from our experience. So it's good to just actually like see and just put an erase to that. But I think people question it because. You know, I think they wonder the motives. Uh, in the past few weeks, we've been seeing, obviously, Addison hanging out with Courtney. And, we're, and people are, like, questioning, like, why is Courtney hanging out with Addison Rice? Or they start to question everything. Uh, or you, they just don't believe it. They, they don't – I feel like people are so jaded these days that they almost don't want to believe that people can be friends or be in a relationship. And that's all it is. It's like people are looking for answers. They're really good friends out, outside of, like, the camera, like, off camera. Really great friends, like – uh, Courtney gives Addison really good advice all the time. So, what is the status between you guys, the hype house, and the sway house right now? Are you guys cool, or do you respect them, or because the, their house has changed a lot? So, I didn't even know if hype house are they still a thing? I don't. I feel like it's not the same cast. It's not the same people, really. Like sway house, like we're we don't even call ourselves sway house anymore. Like we're not even. We'll always be known as sway boys. But, like, we do not keep up with the social media's sway. Like, we don't take it seriously as much as, like, we did when we first came up. Now we're just all focusing on ourselves and just being friends. Yeah. So that's what I'm asking. I'm not saying is the hype house still relevant. I'm saying, like, are they still doing that? I know it sounds like shade, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is how do, you know, obviously when you live in a house with other social media stars, is it, you know, obviously you guys are good friends. You guys came up together. You guys had success together. How do you not let the friendship get too competitive with each other? I think that's what makes it even more fun. 
we're all competitive. That's that's like we we love talking about like numbers. Like that's our that's literally like our job. Yeah. But I think it's also easy to say when you're the top dog in the house too though. <laughs> <laughs> you're like it's all good where they're like god damn Bryce he got another 10 million on that. <laughs> mainly okay, I'm going to be honest, it's mainly me and Josh that talk numbers back and forth. That's funny. So besides getting a Tesla, what was the biggest purchase you got with the money you received? There's a one like, man, I'm going to fucking splurge on this. I'm not like a high spender. Like uh, the Tesla was my biggest purchase. I think my next biggest purchase is going to be a house. Like I'm going to buy a house. Um, I don't buy stuff like that. I, I guess you could say my chain. How much was that? Yeah. Uh, 20 grand. Okay. But right. like I, I got like a deal on it. So. so are you just banking most of your money, though? Uh, just I, mean, I don't, I don't really keep much money in the, the bank. I invest a lot of money. but Crypto? No. Actually, not yeah. yet. I'm going to get into it. Okay. Like I've, I've, I'm actually really good friends with the Winklevosses. Yeah, yeah. They've, they've been like texting me in a group chat with Michael. <laughs> they've been like saying, get Bitcoin, get Bitcoin. I did it yesterday. When, it did, it's doing well. Yeah, it went up. Yeah, yeah. That's why they were telling me. We were texting literally yesterday about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ju- I, I just bought it yesterday, to be honest with you. Someone else gave me the little scoop, and I went and bought it. Did you buy, like, just a percentage of one? I just bought a percentage of one because I'm scared shitless, and I don't have your type of money. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you deal with paparazzi in L.A.? Now that you have become a, a bigger name in L.A., you're obviously in a high-profile relationship. How are you dealing with paparazzi? Um, Dude, at first, it was such a shock. Like, like the first time I got interviewed by Fletcher, it's actually, like, on YouTube. Like, I walk outside of Bo, and I'm like, whoa, this is the first time I'm getting paparazzi. What's up, guys? And I'm, like, really, like, awkward. And then you see now, and it, it gets really repetitive, and they're asking the same questions, and they're just trying to make money off of your, your, your problems, and they're asking you very edgy questions that you really don't want to talk about, especially personal ones. And it's just, like, Dude, you can take photos, but, like, stop trying to make money off of me besides that. Like, you can take photos, but, like, don't ask me any questions. Like, I'm nice to them. Like, I'm like, hey, man, have a good day. Like, nice nice to see you again. Like, keep grinding. Like, dude, I'm, I'm, it's 8 a.m. It's 8 a.m. and I'm, I'm trying to work out. Like, I'm going to my workout at 8 a.m. and there's 14 people with cameras in, in our faces. I'm like, why are you guys up right now? <laughs> oh, like, so what? true. I can't, I, can't, I can't tell you from my experience – the nicest people, the nicest stars are the ones with the most longevity. The people that are nicest to the paparazzi. So just keep that in the back no, of your mind forever like, forward. Same with me and Addison. We're nice to them. We just don't answer their questions. Yeah. And yeah. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I think as long as there's a smile and a wave, it, it's the people that go after the paparazzi that I'm like, why? Like these people are keeping the you relevant. It, these exactly. people are They're keeping doing the you. Job too. They're doing the yeah. job, but it's like some of them do cross the line sometimes. And it's like. Yep. All right, it's kind of oh, there's there's definitely bad apples out there for sure, man. For sure, they're just trying to get that like one question that gets them shit ton of money. Sure, oh, yeah. Uh, obviously, you guys been going to uh, Saddle Ranch a lot. I'm an East Coast guy, guys. I'm in New York. Is the food at Saddle Ranch even good? I don't really go there as much as I used to. We kind of made it popular, um, not just Sway House, but like Sway and Hype. We both. Both houses just started going, and then it became like uh, kind of like a fan attraction. Yeah, paparazzi attraction, and then now I don't think anyone really goes anymore. Well, it's because you make it popular, and then everyone's there, and you're like, "Well, now I don't want to be here anymore because now it's it's not cool because everyone's here." The I get food, that. The food is is okay, but say, everyone really eh. goes there for the drinks. Have you have you been to Dan Blazarian's house, by the way? Yeah, one time. How was your thought? What was your thoughts? Yeah, oh, dude, that was that was like what a year and a half ago maybe it was insane i was like not even anything on social media really i was like just kind of there and i'm like seeing all these girls and i'm like how does he do this <laughs> i feel i feel like blazarian's house is like the new playboy mansion because i went to the playboy mansion and it was just like this place is epic because of you know its name but never made it to blazarian's house yeah his, his he got evicted that was yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of shit going on with him right now, his house. So I don't think uh, we found that. It, there's a lot of stories coming out, and it's I'm curious how this story ends up because it's it's interesting. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen at a party? I'm sure you've got some crazy parties or some crazy LA people trying to show off in front of you guys. Like, hey, man, come back to my house. We got this thing. What's the most insane thing you've seen at a party? Okay, I'm not gonna say names. Yes. 
Ooh, let's a blind just, item. We like let's this. Just, <laughs> let's just say uh, the ones that you that most people think are like the goody goodies. It's funny just going to one party, seeing a Disney star, not even a Disney star, but just like you know Disney type content, snorting cocaine off of a chick's ass. Like I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's going on here? But oh. like, then they go on on social media, and then they're the ones that I swear they're the ones that are like. You guys should not go to parties, social gatherings, uh, always wear masks, all, like just so fake. And then they're yeah. the better going out. It's just, it blows my mind how fake some of the scene is. So Ariana Grande, when she was doing coke off the ass, was she, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's I don't know who's, I saw who's Ariana biggest... Grande said something about, uh, us, like the ticker. Going to, uh, going to the saddle ranch. What are your thoughts on that? And then she kind of came after a little bit. I don't know what she said exactly. Um, I think it was just like uh, something about wearing masks and going out during the pandemic. Uh, I think Dixie D'Amelio responded saying, I can't argue with her. She, she was right, you know, and uh, what are your thoughts on her coming? You know, I guess it's just an easy target for her, I guess. Or Yeah, I mean, it's an easy target because it's like w- even if she was going out, who would know? True. She's probably going to like those secret things. But I mean, she's not wrong, but like unnecessary yeah yeah necessary to call call out a specific group especially when there's other people doing it because she knew that tiktokers have like a high audience she knew a lot of people would agree because there's a lot of people that hate tiktokers especially i mean it was obviously like a like a marketing move and good for her but like she's not wrong i don't go to i don't go to Sour ranch anymore she knows who to pick fights with because she knows who's going to end up getting her publicity so at the end of the day, do you sit there and go, well, fuck, like Ariana Grande knows who we are and well, she's calling us out. TikTok are going to say, fuck you, Ariana. Like, no one's going to say that. Everyone's like, you're right. Yeah. Who, who's the biggest celeb you've ever seen at one of the parties? They walked in, you're like, oh, damn. Like, I'm, I fucking made it. Dude, I've seen, I mean, I haven't been to, to a party in a while. Like, like since my come up, I haven't seen any, like, parties because the, the, my birthday was like the last crazy party I went to or, or been to. Okay, how about celeb to introduce themselves to you that you were shocked Courtney. about? Courtney? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Who's the biggest name that you have in your phone? Um, I mean, I have like billionaires in my phone. That's pretty cool. That's pretty that's cool. Dope. Yeah, I mean, that's, you can't really, you know, it's, but no one's going to say, oh, Brock Pierce. They don't know. It's like, I know who he is because I've been reading about him the past year because the election. I had no idea this guy was a billionaire. Is there anybody else who are like. I have Cuban. I have uh, like a celeb. I'm trying to think. I mean, Jason Derulo. Like. Do you text with Cuban a lot or he's, I, I we DM each other on Twitter. So. Yeah, like I tweet him every once in a while, but we don't really like text like bros. But I'm sure if I hit him up and just been like, hey, man, we should. Go out and get get a drink or something. He'd probably be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's the best, isn't he? Yeah, he's cool. How's Party Animal doing? I feel like it's kind of everywhere. It's been doing really well. So, like, from an insider, from the person who's running it, how's it doing? It's doing great. Um, definitely, like, still going up. And that's that's amazing. I want to I wanna make this, like, a movement. I'm wearing it right now. Yeah. yeah what's, your be- what's your best-selling item? Um, this one drops Saturday. I feel like this one's gonna do really well. But the one that did the best was my um, cheetah print pink hoodie, Party Animal University, and then it had like the cheetah print A on the back. Um, I think that was my August selection drop. So that drop was by like double my bet, my second best. And when are you getting into jewelry? When am I gonna get into it? I don't know if I ever am, because the problem. Dude, I feel like. When I see you, I, I see the earring. I feel like it's your thing. I don't know why you're not selling this shit. Chains like like uh, like fake PAU chains. Not okay. not not very expensive, obviously. But how do you pick? The, you know, you're a big investor. How do you pick your investments? How do you decide on what you're going to invest on? What's your strategy with that? I see the people who are in it, like already in it, and um, I mean it's it's like all technology based. I only invest in like technology based, like early startups. Um, so if the technology sounds good, it has a good concept, uh, I put money in and, and it's very small allocations. I don't, um, put in like hundred K I put in like small checks and then I get advisory shares and I, I continue to work. If it fails, it's like, Oh, you lost, you don't win every single investment you get into. How many investments have you had that failed? 
I mean, I'm zero so far. Okay, because you started doing it. And what was your biggest investment that's done well for you? That the one like, man, that was a great one for me. I'm super excited about Stir. Um, that one's that one's very relative to the YouTube space, and I feel like a lot of YouTubers are going to be using it. Um, it's it's a pretty unique concept. It's it's like uh, if you need to pay tax, it, it helps with people's money, like especially people in the entertainment space. So I feel like most entertainers are going to be using it to to divide their cash with like, oh, I need to pay X amount. Like Stir literally will tell you how much taxes you need to put aside, like how much money to put aside. It's like, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's, yeah. it's, it's coming out very soon. Bryce, where do you see yourself in like 20 years from now? What are you going to be doing? Cause I, I got to imagine there's a YouTube shelf life at some point. Oh, I'm not going to be doing YouTube for the rest of my life. <laughs> I say, dude, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be pretty, I'm going to be ch- chilling. <laughs> I'm going to be chilling. That's for sure. Uh, but probably still in the entertainment space to a certain extent. Um, probably have a few huge businesses. I think my energy drink will be taken way up. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll just have to see. Yeah, the energy drink is doing really well, man. Yeah, it is. And this is like the early stage. Like it's it's not really even in stores yet. That's smart. I, I think you're what you're you're making really smart moves. I think that people poo-poo all these uh, social media stars and think that they're not going to have this shelf life. And I think that you're making really smart decisions on like, what's next? Because if it's not YouTube, it's energy drink or clothing line or investments. And I think that's really like the way to do it. Because there's other people, TikTok shuts down tomorrow, they're fucked, you know? So I I think you're, you're doing the right thing. Who's more powerful, I guess, in the social media world right now? Is it the, is it the Nelk Boys or is it the FaZe Clan? Nelk Boys. Yeah. Nelk Boys have a cult audience. It's insane, dude. I'm such a fan of them. I watched the video uh, this past week of them with the the president of the United States, Donald Trump. I mean, I actually said, like, that video was inspiring. It was not... It- can get that collab. That's like, that was a big one for them. Obviously got a shit ton of hate, but... Sure. It's like, it's a collab with the president. Like, it's the president of the United States that they collabed right. with. No one can get that collab. Do you know we've seen Logan Paul and uh, get into the boxing world? Is that something that you're interested in possibly doing to get into the celebrity fight world? Yeah, because um, a lot of people first off want to see me get my ass beat, uh, and and second, it is. I mean, dude, it's like I want to donate a fat check to charity, and I I even had a great offer for the leader of the hype house, and he declined. Oh, he's the uh, the he- what's his name? The heavy set guy or Thomas. Thomas, yeah, Thomas Petro or something like that, yeah. He started gaining weight and like putting on muscle because I wanted to to like get up closer to his weight for him. Because at the time when I challenged him, I was like one one like sixty, one sixty three or something like that. Now I'm like one eighty two. I've already gained twenty pounds, and he's like two ten. So yeah, that'd be a good fight, dude. So is that has there any talks of that possibly coming to life, or is there anybody else you'd want to fight? That's like the one that would make the most sense, especially for number wise. Um, it's like the leader of the sway house versus the leader of the hype house, two relevant houses. Um, I'm not going to fight some random YouTuber that I've never heard of or a random TikToker with 15 million followers, but I don't know your name. Like it's it, that one would make the most sense for me. I'm not going to just fight someone just to fight someone. And I also don't like him. So. All right, Adam. Adam, you got one last question. My last question Bryce. is got to be a good one. What is the date that you took Addison on that you're most impressed with? Like the one you're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna go all out. I'm gonna, she's gonna love me after this date." <laughs> well, that one obviously hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Smart answer. This guy's good. This guy's good. <laughs> that was quick. That was smooth. That was that was good. All right, my last question: Who are you gonna be dating on December fifth? <laughs> 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 all right yeah, bryce thanks me, buddy uh, addison's contract ends um <laughs> uh, dude it was really fun having you on dude, thanks, thanks for, for having honest. me you guys are funny thanks for being real yeah you're a good um, dude man uh, you can check out Bryce uh, Bryce Line Animal Party Animal. If uh, check out the website, you can follow him on TikTok, obviously YouTube, Instagram. You can see what he's up to. He just posts all kinds of fun content. He's got a fucking awesome blog. 
Um, yeah, he's just—he's a fun follow. So and check out Capital listen. University, the podcast. It's uh, you go people of all ages. It's not just a young person podcast, and people of all ages can learn from something. It's it's great. It's it's inspirational. It's educational. There's really important conversations on the podcast. It's it's really cool. I'm excited to see what he's going to do next. And where can we get your your energy drink? Any dot energy, or you can go on Amazon, Amazon Prime. It's there. Sweet. Well, good luck, buddy, with all your stuff. Appreciate you guys. Good guy. Good yep. guy alert. Good guy. And he's, dude, for people that aren't, you know, that aren't the demo of TikTok and YouTube, the, some of our listeners, this guy's huge. Like, we can't explain how big this guy is. He has millions and millions and millions of followers. He, like, you know, we talked about Ass and Array a little bit. That's a very high profile relationship for them. Um, just cool. It's fun to get people like that on yeah. the podcast. He, <clears throat> I think a lot of people do know who this guy is. I mean, he's that big a deal. Um, he's he's a star. I mean, he's one of the biggest TikTok stars, YouTube stars. The vlog is great. The content's great. Uh, he's he's a big star, and he's dating the other biggest star. You know, they're the king and queens of social media right now. He's dating Addison yeah. Ray, which he pretty much made it clear, but not clear, but pretty clear. Uh, but uh, I also appreciate this. Uh, you know, for those who are listening, before we got on, we said to him, is there anything we could tee you up or is there anything you kind of might not want to really get into? And he was like, honestly, dude, ask me whatever. And he was an open he was an open book, and I appreciate that. I respect that. Uh, just a good dude. Really cool guy. But I think you have to say, like, we do this, and there's other celebs that will say, don't ask me about this. Don't ask me about that. I don't want to talk about this. And he had zero restrictions. And I that's the best way to go into an interview for an interviewer. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, it was just, it just makes, I don't know, likable guy. Really likable guy. I'm really excited to see what he does next. Obviously, he's an entrepreneur, so he's on top of his game. Uh, but again, thank you guys for listening. You could follow me at, at Adam Glenn. You could follow Docs. You could follow Dax Hoot. I like Docs. You can, Holt. <laughs> you can follow Dax Holt. You can follow Dax Holt at at Dax Holt D A X H O L T. Make sure you like and subscribe the uh, the podcast. By the way, we post uh, in case we haven't mentioned before, we post our our videos of the podcast on our YouTube page, so you can go search Hollywood Raw on YouTube. I mean, we only got a couple followers because we literally just started up the page, but nevertheless, you can watch our interviews go down, and uh, if you don't know what we look like, you can come see our hideous faces on YouTube. Yes, that's uh, yeah. Make sure you check that out, uh, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Leave a review, only if it's a good one, and uh, we'll see you guys later. Media Production.